1: So you missed something tonight on After Midnight with Granger Smith.
0: No worries, we got you covered. Welcome to the After Midnight podcast with Granger Smith.
2: You all ready? Here we go. Yay! Welcome to Tuesday, America. Hi folks, this is Keith Ebb. Hey,
1: this is, this is Carrie Underwood. That's
2: right. Hey y'all, this is Garth Brooks. This is Jimmy Allen. This is the one and the, the, one, one, the one and only. One and only. The name alone the is a staple in country music. Like, let's not lie.
0: Welcome to After Midnight with Granger Smith.
2: Pennsylvania couple Mark and Jessica Getty visited their local Lowe's to gather materials for building parallel bars to help their son, William, who has quadriplegic spastic cerebral palsy, learn to walk. Lowe's employee Dave Urban offered assistance and, understanding the significance of the project, built the entire set for the family in just 30 minutes. After the project, William used the bars to help pull himself up, stand and walk. The Getty family expressed their gratitude for Urban's kindness, but it was clear that Urban got just as much from the interaction as they did. Just go the extra mile, Urban says. It may reward you a hundred times back.
1: Hey, Granger, this is Christina. Uh, just driving back home to Buffalo from visiting my sister in Maryland. She's a police officer and couldn't come home for Easter, so I went out to see her. Driving listening to you and appreciate keeping me company.
2: Hey, Christina. Thank you for listening After Midnight and giving me a call.
1: It's time for Earl Dibbles and Dumb Criminals.
2: I'm Earl Dibbles Jr. I'm a country boy. I'm an honest boy, too, and crime don't pay. I got a story to prove it. See, there's this clip of an American Airlines passenger getting kicked off of a flight after launching into a five-year-old tantrum. And now it's gone viral. The man repeatedly requested a cocktail in his first-class seat before the plane took off. But the request was denied. He apparently went into a full-on meltdown mode, arguing and crying to the flight crew as well as the other passengers. He was eventually forcefully removed from the plane as officers wrangled him into handcuffs on a jet bridge. Yeah, he's dumb.
0: Thanks for staying up with us. You're listening to After Midnight with Granger Smith.
2: Um, I'm a big fan of AI documentaries, and I just recently saw my first AI documentary fully produced by AI. And uh, it was a guy um, that was the host of the whole thing. Um, And you could tell that it was AI because
0: he was saying some of his words weird. But um, my only concern with that is that now you're going to get um, uh, people in the entertainment business like myself that are selling themselves short for doing like a short, um,
2: like a read or whatever, so that the AI can figure out how you talk. And then now... They can use your image and your likeness for unlimited documentaries and whatever. And so that's the only concern that I have about it is that um,
0: uh, us artists are going to start losing money by selling ourselves short on the whole
2: thing. Anyway, I I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Man, What? hang on a second. So you watched a documentary about AI, artificial intelligence produced by AI with a artificial intelligence host. That's that's bizarre. I'm going to have to google that. But yeah, you're you're totally right, brother, and I hear you. Especially in the entertainment business like you are, you've got uh, you've got a lot to think about over these next 5 years. So, think about me as your host to after midnight. AI and my producer Ant-Man and I, we went through this and maybe we could play something for you tomorrow. We could put something together, but there are already Generators, voice generators that can recreate my voice. Now, we've tried it a little bit. It doesn't sound real yet. It doesn't sound like me. But there are generators that could listen to me hosting after midnight, listen to my voice over and over and over, and start to get an idea of my inflections and my excitement and my syllables. And so then at some point you could type what you want me to say, like Keith Urban coming up next on After Midnight. And then it'll say it with my voice, with my inflection. Like I said, it's not perfect yet, and I could definitely tell it's not me. But we're getting to a point where in three or four years, you might not know if it's me hosting the show or not, which is why I love to take your calls, by the way, because that keeps the show live. But but there's a step past that, you know. There's the step of not us typing it, but the AI types it. So the AI creates it. It has an idea of what After Midnight is going to sound like. It uses my voice and my inflections, and it makes up the script. That's the world we're headed to. Crazy stuff. We're talking about AI. Call me, 866-607-8383 with your thoughts. The good side of AI is, I mean, really, it's here. It's not going anywhere. You know what I mean? It's stays. So I guess whatever benefits it does have, just roll with it. Now you can't swim upstream no all right have a good night color says that just go with it you can't swim upstream ai is already here I'm, I'm assuming that's in response to elon musk and all the people that have come together to say hey we need to stop this we need to take a six month pause on ai before we go too far and we can't go back again you know who's all for it right now out of that group bill gates is saying no no no, no six month pause We need to keep pushing on. We have to do this. It's interesting if you look at the list of people that want to stop AI and the list of people that want to keep it going. And then you have to ask the question, why? What are your thoughts on this, though? Listener 866-607-8383. Let's discuss. We're After Midnight.
0: Thanks for staying up with us. You're listening to After Midnight
2: with Granger Smith. We're talking about artificial intelligence here on After Midnight and taking your phone calls about it. It's a very dynamic subject. We can go all different directions. Some people say we need to stop it. Some people say, no, I love it. Keep going. Keep this thing rolling. But what are your thoughts? Where do you stand on all this? Do you use AI for a good purpose? Or are you worried about your job being taken away like we heard from the actor in our last break? 866-607-8383. Let's take a call.
1: I work with AI every night, and it's awesome because it makes my job so simple. So I just sit back and I watch the machines do all the work. Once they stop, then I see why, and then I go back to work watching them.
2: Yeah, I get it. There's a lot of jobs like that where you're just looking on. You're kind of managing the robots, if you will. Like you're the robot manager. Something goes wrong, then you find the technical problem. You correct it, put it back on its path, and then you step back, drink your coffee, and watch it do the work how much longer until computers could manage themselves you know that's part of this whole thing artificial intelligence is using an agency so that it could problem solve on its own not just robotics but actually problem solve freestyling with free agency what do you think about that 866-607-8383 I just purchased a Chevrolet Colorado. I was texting and talking to a young lady named Hannah. Uh, work up the deal, get the paperwork, all the options, the prices down. So I go into the dealership and say, hey, I just Hannah was really good, very courteous. And come to find out, Hannah was uh, artificial intelligence. And uh, I had been completely sold a vehicle by somebody that didn't even exist so yeah whether we like it or not ai is is there it's probably there to stay and uh I, I i
0: was completely thinking the whole time that i was speaking with a young lady that was selling me
2: a truck and it turned out just to be an ai uh thank you and have a good evening <laughs> oh man man that that's such a great point i'm so glad you called and brought that up because I've, I've been to a car dealership website. It's like 1130 at night. And that little bubble pops up on the screen and it says, Hey, I'm Amy. Could I help you? What are you looking for? And then you think, There's, there ain't no Amy working at 1130 PM right now for everyone that looks at their website. There's no way a company could afford that. There's no way someone sitting up there in the office... So then you wonder who is this? And then the caller gives the perfect example of Hannah selling him a truck, doing a better job than a used car salesman. That should say something, right? And it's only 2023. G- give it five years. You're going to walk into a car lot one day, if you even walk into a car lot, and you won't even want to talk to a human. You're going to want to talk to Hannah because she's going to shoot you straight. And she's not going to be tired or grumpy or have a disgruntled spouse at home or some ornery kids or need to get home or hungry or got to leave to get to a baseball game. Hannah's going to stay there and deliver the truth and give you all the facts until you buy the vehicle. What do you think about all this? 866-607-8383. We're After Midnight. Thanks for staying up with us here on After
0: Midnight with Granger Smith.
2: Okay, really weird news story for you. A man who tried to beat the record for the longest consecutive time without sleep fell a little short of his goal. I don't know why that would be a goal. It's definitely not a goal of mine. However, after 11 days without shut eye UK man Tony Wright may have achieved enlightenment Not my words. I'm reading the article. He claims this experience allowed him to access a different part of his brain. Tony said in an interview following the sleep strike that if you could push through, the rational mind's ability to stay in charge starts to break down as well. And then that's where you start to get glimpses of the other side of the brain, the other self. Once again, not my words, I'm just reading. Guinness no longer monitors this type of activity because it's considered inherently dangerous. But if you're wondering whose record is the one to beat, that would be Robert McDonald in 1986. His record was roughly 18 days, 21 hours, and 40 minutes. And to this challenge, I give a resounding no thank you.
0: This day in history on after midnight... Okay.
2: On this day, April 11, 1814, Napoleon abdicated his throne. 1921, the first live broadcast of a sporting event on radio was broadcasted. A boxing match between Johnny Ray and Johnny Dundee. 1970, Apollo 13 launched on its trip to the moon. 1977, President Carter hosted the first White House Easter Egg Roll. 2004. Phil Mickelson won his first Masters. Those are just a few things that went down on this day in history. You're up after
1: midnight with Granger Smith.
2: Thanks for staying up
0: with us. This is after midnight with Granger Smith. How much of a crutch
2: has your cell phone become for you? I mean, I mean, how much of your life do you depend on your cell phone to get around, to think, to calculate? to remember to take pictures and ultimately to stay in touch with our loved ones and friends and coworkers, Are, Have we reached a point in our lives where you can no longer get rid of the phone? That's a question I have. I'm not talking about a smartphone. I'm talking about phones in general, even flip phones. How much have we moved in our society so far past not having a phone that you cannot survive without it? You cannot get a job without it. You can't even get a taxi without it. Tell me what you think about this. 866-607-8383.
1: I'm telling you, things are a lot smoother without it. Everybody expects you to get back. Um, and then, oh, just check your phone. Just do this. Just do that. Oh, let me ask Google. You know, whatever happened to both the times where everybody had natural smarts, you either knew it or you didn't. You don't have to look on your phone you don't have to google it like figure it out for real go to the library do something about it or don't talk about it if you can't if you don't know off the back of your head don't say oh i know it and then you can look at your phone nah uh, it the the perception of the world's gone to the point where we just need ai we just need our phones and you don't man we're still there we're still people people have natural sense i hope uh that's all i want to say thank you
2: yeah brother i feel you i hear you i think we could strike a balance between the two extremes I think you could say that too much phone, too much too much smartphone, too much Wi-Fi is corrupting us to some extent. It's making us stupid. It's making us not be able to think on our own. But I think we could strike a balance and go, but there's a lot of great stuff too. You talked about going to a library. That takes a long time to get to the library. I mean, say, say you've got a local library five minutes away. You might be lucky that way. Most people would probably live... 20 25 minutes away from their local library. So you go 25 minutes, you look for a book, you know, for 30 minutes at least, you read it for another 30, and then you drive back. We're talking more 2 hours just to figure out one thing that you could just type into Google. So you you know what I mean? Now the question would come is is how are we spending the free time that the phone gives us? When when Google gives us extra free time because we get something quickly, how are we spending the other time? That's the question. Now, the other time is going to be spent probably looking at meaningless stuff on social media. So that's where the dumb comes in. That's where we're getting stupid. Not from actual getting the fact. If we could just get facts, we would be smarter. Because it's the same thing as going to the library, but we would get it quicker so we can get more of it. But that's not the problem. The problem is all the stuff in between. It's going to Twitter and just seeing the meaningless stuff that just captures our attention from the algorithm. 866-607-8383. Call, help me out, chime in. Thanks for staying up with us. This is After Midnight with Granger Smith.
1: Hey, Granger.
0: It's Gold Christie Christy here again. I'm always on listening to you. And um, would you ask your listeners... If it makes any difference if you turn your phone off when you're not using it, if it can hear you, uh, listen to you when when it's shut off.
2: Hey, Christy, thanks for the call. Yes, so she's talking about basically cybersecurity. We talked about so many times on this show how your phone is listening to you. So Christy's asking, what if you just turn it off? Well, the answer is that's good. The phone cannot listen to you if it's turned off. It's the same as if you put it into a Faraday bag that stopped the signal. It would also be the same, the equivalent to putting it in a microwave. You put the phone, don't turn it on, but you just put it in a, in a microwave and shut the door and it kills the signal. And so, and this is getting deep, but if you're going to talk about something very sensitive, then you're going to want to turn your phone off or put it in a microwave or put it in a Faraday bag. But then the question is, are you going to remember to do that? And you're going to start to feel disconnected a little bit. You're going to be like, "Oh, I got to turn my phone on so I could hear from my my son or my daughter again. They're trying to get a hold of me. My boss is trying to get a hold of me. I got to turn my phone on." And then you forget to turn it off. Could you really sit there and turn it on and off constantly? That would that's a different lifestyle. That would that's a completely different direction of living a life. <laughs> Your phone off. So the answer is yes. The question is, can you do it? Is it something you're willing to do? Or do you end up just saying, you know what? I don't care if my phone listens to me. I don't care if it, if I'm saying certain products and it comes up on social media. I don't care if maybe I'm being spied on by some kind of agency. I don't really care. It's more convenient to keep my phone on me and turned on. What are your thoughts about this? 866-607-8383. Thanks for
0: staying up with us here on After Midnight with Granger Smith. What's up, man? It's Jim Bundy out here in Eastern North Carolina. We are up this early this morning as a field mechanic, just out here getting it done, keeping the dirt world moving.
2: Appreciate you, brother. Keeping the dirt world moving, man. Thank you for calling.
1: After Midnight with Granger Smith.
2: Yee-yee. What do you think we learned on After Midnight? I've been doing the show for six hours, surely something. Well, and good news, we learned that one Lowe's employee went above and beyond for some customers. We also learned from our conversations that we are cyborgs. We carry our phones with us everywhere, and like it or not, we can't put the toothpaste back into the tube. And then in our weird news, we learned that if you've stayed awake for 24 hours or 36 hours or 48 hours or 72 hours, you still are nowhere close to the 18-day record of staying awake in the Guinness Book. Yeah, that's some weird stuff, and I want no part of it. Thank you for sharing Tuesday with me on After Midnight. Before you take off and get your day started, let me remind you, God is great. And he's worthy of our praise. I'm Granger Smith, your host here on After Midnight. And as always, I'll see you back again tomorrow, same time, same place. See y'all. After Midnight with Granger Smith.
0: Heard on more than 200 radio stations nationwide and all over the world on the free iHeartRadio app. Hit up aftermidnight.com to find a radio station near you. And make sure and follow us on Instagram at After Midnight Granger Smith. Thanks for listening to the After Midnight Podcast.